Welcome back to the Alfie Bottom podcast. This is the show where we talk about everything technology, the world, culture, and the future. Um, today, I am brought to you by a couple of special guests, um, many of which have been on the show before. Before we go into that, this episode is brought to you by weloveAlpha.com. If you're an engineering manager, a recruiter, a CTO, or a founder, and you're looking to scale your engineering team, we have the best Java, Fullstack, .NET, mobile, any type of engineer that you need, go to weloveAlpha.com to help scale your team. Okay, today in the studio, um, we have Jan uh, Domensky, who is the engineering leader at Charm. He has a PhD from the University of Oxford, and he was featured on the Forbes 30 Under 30 list in the past. We also have Paul Graham, the Director of UK Engineering for Matrix Software, a Silicon Valley-based technology company. And we have Nabil Osmin Mahoud, who is a tech lead for Girl Guiding, as well as the founder of some of his own uh, ventures as well. Thank you all for, for coming in. Thank you. Oh, thank Thanks. you. Awesome. Good to be here. No problem. Well, you've been on before, Paul, a yep. couple of times, and um, nice. you have also been on, Jan, but first time, yep. Nabil. Yeah, so yeah, thank, thank you for, for joining us today. So um, I wanted to talk about, um, at the moment in the news, there's a lot of strange things happening with big tech. Um, Meta, for example, has been doing a lot of layoffs, so has Twitter, so has Snapchat and a lot of companies. But Meta in particular is having a, a really rough time right now. And, and the concept of the metaverse is kind of under question right, right, right now in a lot of areas. Um, a lot of people are saying that Mark Zuckerberg might just be too early and he's playing 4D chess and he's a genius and eventually this is all going to work out. Um, however, some people are saying that what he's done is a completely wrong move for, for Facebook. It's all going to collapse. It's not going to go successful. So it's interesting to see um, where this is going to head really in the next couple of months. But um, on the spirit of, of VR and virtual reality, today I wanted to show you some, some videos of some really advanced virtual reality accessories, equipment, tech, and get your reactions to, to, to these and, and see if you think these are going to be successful, these are going to be complete flops, these are going to you know, be somewhere in between and, and something like that, um, and that sort of thing. So, um, so the first product I'm going to show you is called the Omni One um, by Vertuix. It's a 360-degree treadmill. So you can you can walk, you can run, you can you can crouch, you can jump, you can even swim um, wow. on on this device um, in in VR. And um, let, let's have a look at this, and then we'll get your your perspective. Okay. And if you're listening to this just on audio, now is probably a good time to, uh, to turn on the video as well. So it has special shoes that enable you to keep walking in any direction. It can be used for gaming, obviously. But if you think of the other use cases, from fitness to simulations, to in the future controlling robots. And obviously gaming will probably be the entry point which gets people interested in, in this sort of thing. But I, I've tried these and they are a workout. I, I'm dripping in sweat afterwards. They are they're really quite interesting. I don't know if it shows swimming on this trailer. It might be a more of a newer thing, but it's uh, it's it can support most people's body weight, and uh, and you would be able to do it in theory. And 
obviously jumping in real life will make you jump in the game, crouching, same thing. There are obviously competitors to this and a couple of these out on the market at the moment, um, released around sort of 2021, 2022. Here's what it will look like in the real world environment. Obviously it takes up quite a bit of space, but um, I don't know if there is a way to make this type of product smaller. Um, but anyway, that's the Omni one. Sweet. Jan, what, what, what do you think when you see this product? I just, I just worry that the, the, I won't be able to see anything because the glasses will get sweaty. You know, <laughs> the, the headset, I'll be running so hard. It'll just get, it's going to go full on just, I just won't be able to see. I, I heard this happen to people. It yeah. does. It does. I, I take off the headset sometimes and I've got like these marks and lines around my face, which makes, makes it look terrible. But, um, okay, what, what, what do you think, uh, Nedipo, when you see this? You know, like game used to be like sitting and chilling. Yeah. But right now they just change game to adventure. So <laughs> there's a lot of exercise. So now they have to combine gym and game together. Yeah. Well, it kind of is yeah. doing and the fitness component certainly is helping from, from that perspective. A lot of people are saying it's probably not going to work because you often play games too chill and, yeah. and, and you know, you, wanna, you don't want to be running around um, and that sort of thing. But but then you have games like Wii Sports that have been incredibly successful and obviously that's, um, that's created a category in, in that respect. Um, what, what do you think, Paul, when you, when you see the Omni one? It's an interesting concept, but I think, you know, where would you put that in your house? Mm. Um, I've also got an Oculus 2 headset. Yeah. And does overcome the issues I find, like the weightiness of having that on for time or yeah. the motion um, feeling. I had a bit of time of adjustment to it. Right? So only when they've overcome those things, I think, would something like that take off. Do you get motion sick when you try it? I do, yeah. I do the trouble is, yeah. I made those big mistakes right at the beginning. Yeah. I went for the roller coasters, the yeah, planes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You go straight for them and you feel, but you've got to adjust, right? Okay. What, what do you all think about people using VR for fitness. Do you think that that it's got enough stickability for it to uh, continue on? What, what, what do you think, Nabil? I think uh, VR for fitness is, is, is good, but uh, when it comes like for a short period, for example, sure. you can use it for maybe 20 or one hour maximum. Sure. After that, you know, it will be like, you're not gonna enjoy. Okay, yeah. well, what would your opinion be? I mean, if I if I can do fitness for for twenty minutes, that's like that's 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 the fitness that I do. Yeah. But like, um, I think it's one of the more more successful recent acquisitions by Facebook. Actually, is this like um, uh, workout in VR okay. app okay. that they've doing, and it's actually yes. a lot of fun. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a lot of uh, I've enjoyed it. So, is it Beat Saber you're talking about, or is it different? Uh, Beat Saber? I think it's just like a particular game, but okay. there's like this like gym like okay. um you know I, I can't remember the name now. It escapes me. Sorry. I mean, there's, there's so many, but uh, no. yeah, like I I have a lot of fun and I'm dripping in sweat when I when I try one of these things so it's, so it's very very cool but there is obviously the question mark around fitness and, and VR is that really going to be one of the, the use cases M maybe but m maybe not what, what, what would your thoughts people mine would be if it's at my gym yeah, yeah. I'll give it a go uh -huh. right I'll make it into it it looks like something if they go in a booth right maybe they need in between between VR and projection yeah so you feel more immersed or you haven't got that kind of weightiness okay heads the gym I'd never it's thought a really about good that. Idea, yeah. that's, that's a very good use case yeah, yeah. okay um a lot of people are scared of the concept of VR because we, none of us had VR headsets when we, 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 we were born, but people being born today are being given Oculus headsets as a Christmas gift when they're, when they're five years old and they're, they're, they're you know, getting hooked on these things and people are worried that we're going to create a generation of people with no social skills, with, um, you know, it's fine being introverted, but um, obviously if you're socially awkward and, and, and shy that, that that's a little bit uh, difficult it's hard to form 
real relationships in a video game, in my opinion. Um, but what what do you think about the potential effects this could have on the next generation, Paul? Yeah, um, I think, as you say, you need the skills before going inside it. Yeah. Um, I've used it quite successfully playing bowling with friends in the yeah, south yeah. of France, right? You go in there, you can play bowling, great, you're speaking to each other. But would you connect inside that? I'm not so sure. Yeah. If we look at the other use cases of um, of virtual reality and in terms of how this could, could impact, you mentioned gyms, and that's obviously a component from a fitness point of view, but um, some people could use this in simulations, like soldiers, for example. If you're if you're going into the battlefield and, and you can get a, a simulation of, of what that looks like and then go in there and, and have a look around beforehand, you'll feel more confident when, when, when you're in there potentially next time. So away from gaming, away from fitness, do you think there is potential for other applications like, like the one I've, I've mentioned? What, what, what do you think yeah yeah this one is very i mean like it's like future future telling is always tricky like i like for example if you think about like 3d glasses right like they came and went so many times right yeah. there was like a big thing in the 90s like 3d 3d movies and 3d yeah, glass yeah. then yeah. it went away then it came back now i don't is it, is it kind of still happening i don't i'm not sure so, no. uh, yeah i don't think so but like but maybe it's going to be similar to this with with ar and vr like we will just see these applications come and go and you know maybe for training training seems like a good good fit you know it's expensive to train people um yeah yeah there's often a, a commercial use like if mass adoption doesn't work you know an industry or two will, will find a use case for it and um, what, what do you think uh, on the vr you know like i was working with a company who was specialized in the vr so the area they were looking for is like you know uh, in warehouses if yeah. you want to do a trade-in Okay. Instead of actually showing you how to pick up things, so they you will just wear this and and there will be a training. Okay, and also uh, I think uh, with Meta, uh, mm. if they like Microsoft could save it because with the team, you know, sure. like a lot of people since the COVID, they working from home. So if you use the VR and you, yeah, so it feels like you're in the office. So I think yeah, with with themes, you can go with it. They are they are integrating teams into into VR. It's happening very soon, um, and you'll be able to go into. I think it will be Horizon Workrooms, uh, the, the, the Facebook platform. Have a meeting like this, but on the screen you'll see a Teams call, and then on the Teams call, if you're watching it from a laptop, you'll see the avatar, yeah. which will be interesting because mm. that that is the connection point between um, between the real world and and the digital world. Um, okay, I'm going to ask you all to to rate um, this this product out of 10 you've all got a, a book in front of you um 10 being amazing let me buy one right now one being uh, i'm not interested maybe in terms of the use cases it has um if you pick your number please and just just hold it up in front of you so what's the price by the way <laughs> i don't know a uh, a free wellness retreat with charm therapeutics two nine and six okay <laughs> 11 so 17 okay Okay, cool. 17 out of 30. Okay, let's see how we get on with the others. Okay, cool. So the next product I'm keen to discuss is what's called the Tesla suit. Um, not connected to, to Tesla, I believe. Um, this is a full body haptic feedback uh, piece of smart clothing. So if somebody touches you on your left shoulder in VR, you will feel it in, in the real world. Um, and I've, I've tried one of these out. They are absolutely in, in, insane. I, I've been, been, been shot before in the chest in video games and, and you can feel it, but not, not quite to the level that, that I'm, I'm obviously in the real world. But let's have a look at the Tesla suit and let's get your perspective. Tesla suit is a human to digital interface, the only of its kind, designed to simulate experience and accelerate mastery in the physical world. Tesla suit inputs haptic feedback to any area of the body, from gentle touch 
to feelings of physical exertion. So you can feel the pressure as well. And outputs motion capture and biometrics. Tesla Suit accelerates VR training with performance monitoring and sensation. And that's what you were talking about earlier Users in a bit of somebody in a warehouse scenarios as though they've lived them. In the physical world, errors in operating procedure can be costly. Trainers are a limited resource and mastery requires of course, endless you know, input workouts and repetition. And, um, sports, you could certainly see that if you can practice your golf swing over and over again. Simulation. Users train with autonomy and mastery is achieved with less repetition by programming operating procedure into muscle memory. In high stakes industries, where errors can cost millions of dollars or human lives, Tesla suit reduces risk by training safety protocol into reflex. Training requires less time and human resources and users perform reliably like masters on day one. On heavy industrial sites, on-the-job injuries are reduced by perfecting technique. Public safety professionals develop the instincts they'll need in the heat of the moment. Tesla suit captures the movement of individuals and teams, enabling experts to analyze performance, both in training and in the field. In any field, the Tesla Suit Developer Toolkit supports rapid development of accelerated training solutions, and mastery can now be scaled infinitely. Tesla Suit, master reality. Okay, cool. Interesting. What's your perspective, uh, Nabil, on the on the Tesla Suit? I think Tesla Suit is yeah. I, I've, I haven't seen it before, but it looks quite interesting with the VR. Yeah. So it's, it's it just brings the VR into reality. Yeah, it makes you you can feel. Yeah, you can what, feel what's happening in the digital world. Yeah. So in the VR, it's like you know, uh, when you just use the the, uh, the Samsung one. The, the sure. It, it does. It feels like you know you will get dizzy, but if you are feeling with this Tesla, so it feels like you're actually in there. So yeah. your body is also being lied to, not just your eyes. So yeah, I did. I didn't think about the motion sickness. I'm not sure if it has an effect on reducing it, but I, I, in theory, it could do if you are um, if it makes you feel like you are there more. Yeah. You know, if, if that makes sense. Um, what, what what's your thoughts on the Tesla suit? I know I like this one a lot. Yeah. You know, like uh, you could do training, you could do gaming. The other one was like. Like you could just like put it in the corner of your living room and run around sure. with it. This one feels like you could try it for gaming. You could try it for a bunch of other things. Yeah, this one's this is pretty cool. Okay, what, what's your take on this, Paul? I thought the angle of training, yeah, industrial um, techniques, yeah, very interesting. Mm. Developing muscle memory quicker. Yes, yeah. yes. I mean maybe surgery, um, high risk situations. Yeah, definitely. That's that's a thumbs up for me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If, if we were all in, in VR together, um, and I mentioned this earlier, but if, if I you know, shot you in the chest with a digital gun, okay, obviously digital, um, you know, and you could feel that, 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 that simulation and, 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 and that, that happening, that could be great for the, for the military, right? If, if you're in, uh, you know, or, or just in, in, in video games in general. Do, do you think militaries could benefit from this and, and will end up using it? What, what would your take be? Yeah, um, definitely. You know, yeah. like, um, it's, it's, in terms of cost, it's not going to cost much. And well, we'll talk about the price in a second. Yeah, I, I mean, uh -huh. yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but again, and I think um, for military, it will be really good. Yeah. And, and, you know, like, 
when people use this on on their own they could you know like uh, similar to video games you know sure. people will develop and new techniques yeah they you know there's no and the risk is quite less mm. so people can try new things you know so they can push the borders of the limitations of humans so th- i think it's really good so do you see it being used by armies potentially for training we're told it's all about developing um, reactions muscle memory yeah how f- how fast they can train the soldiers if this improves it then it's a go isn't it okay price what what do you think well yeah that depends i mean didn't you know how much it is you know I, I, well, it kind of depends relative to what, right? Like, yeah. h- how else do you like sticking to this military angle? Like, what's sure. your what's your price? Otherwise, like, you have to build like a like a field, right, where they can do practical exercise. Otherwise, sure. which is a ton of money. But what if you combine it with the, the the first product? Yeah, yeah, and then uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten k maybe. I don't know. One k, ten k, somewhere there. I don't know. What, what would your guess be? Yeah, around around ten to fifteen k. Okay. Yeah. Price fifty. 50 okay. it's very expensive yeah okay it, it's currently uh, as far as i can find it's about fifteen thousand us dollars right. uh, for each of these which right. is 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 quite a lot of money for a, a gamer isn't going to buy this yet to, to play no. call of duty or whatever shooting games are popular right but it could be bought by yeah. you know uh, a government for, for, for use mm. of what we mentioned um the price is going to come down obviously yeah and it's going to get um, smaller and, and thinner and better. I was speaking to somebody um, who works for a, a competitor of Tesla Suit recently, and um, he believes in less than two, three decades, most people won't wear normal clothing. They'll, they'll wear haptic feedback clothing, um, and that will be integrated um, into obviously AR as well, as well as VR. So you'll be you can go on AR and what's the most popular AR game in the world? Um, Pokemon Go. You remember that on the, on the film? We have that, for example, on on AR glasses like like these. But I could see Pikachu. If Pikachu runs up to me and, and kicks off my chest, I'll feel that. Mm. Right? Does that sound crazy to you, or do, what, what do you think? Yeah, do you think that's a possibility? I mean, I don't, uh, yeah, I don't, like, the, the Pikachu angle is, is not super, I don't know, like, you know, honestly, uh, but... Um, a, a random way of... A, a random uh, way of yeah. approaching this. Um, hmm. Hard to say. I'm really, yeah, I'm really on the fence here with this one. Okay. Could you see haptic clothing when the price is regular, you know, a little bit more than regular clothing? Do you do you see a lot of people wearing it? No, uh, just uh, for some occasions, yeah. Sure. But no, I, I don't see it as a normal okay. wearing clothes, yeah. What, what do you think? I've got an open mind on this. Yeah. I think something like this will happen in the future. Yeah. Right? Uh, we rely on our um, responses right, and the way we feel. And this is another angle to that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's get your ratings, please, out, out of 10 on the Tesla suit. Uh, we had 17 for the, uh, for the Omni One. Now we've got, we've got a lot more than 17. Okay, cool. Okay, wicked. So finally, we have the uh, the tact gloves by B Haptics. Hey, I'm interrupting this podcast really quickly to let you know about an exclusive promotion we are running now at Alpha Technology Recruitment. If you're looking to hire software engineers in the UK, then drop us an email right away and mention code podcast in the message. This will give you a special discount on all of your recruitment fees and allow you to scale your software engineering team much faster. 
visit weloveauthor.com for details. Link is in the description. Now these are our, our VR gloves. So they essentially replace the clunky controllers that you're using right, right now on the Oculus. Um, and the, the idea is you'll be able to, to, to feel in VR. So we, we have the sight from the headset. We have the, the movement from the, um, from the Omni One. We have um, the, the feeling on the body from the, um, from the Tesla suit. But this will allow you to feel the different weight of objects when you're picking them up in the virtual world. Wood will feel different to plastic um, and, and so on. The weight of an orange will feel different to the weight of a hammer. And, and so on. And this gets integrated into the into the visual sense as well. I've, I've tried out um, a version of these where you um, y you can literally, it, it gets tighter physically as well. So it, it's using components in there from a hardware perspective. And then also on the on the vision, the item becomes harder to lift up visually as well. And, it, and it's it, your hand moves slower. So it's all, all working together to trick your brain in, in this respect. Um, and, and I suppose that's what virtual reality is trying to do, just re replace senses with um, with digital versions of those senses. Another product that, that we're not talking about today, but it creates smells in virtual reality. So it can create thousands of different smells based on what you're seeing. If you see an apple, it will produce that smell. When you've got all this working together, the, the results could be pretty significant. But let's look at the tact glove by B Haptics and, and get your perspective. All of the VR trailers are like epic movie trailers. They For sure. Very <laughs> dramatic. So each finger's got its own sensations. Compatible with uh, existing hardware. And obviously wireless need to be charged, but you can wash them, which is pretty cool. And, and not, not crazy for price as well. And here's, here's what it looks like with some games. So that person's feeling an apple. Guitar Hero, right? Yeah, yeah. The Guitar Hero thing's interesting. I think in theory you can learn skills with these. Um, tact gloves, what, what do you think of these, Paul? I think it's a good idea. With Oculus, I find the controller's a bit goofy. Yeah. Um, I want to do something a bit more. I want to reach out. I want the minority report yeah. experience. Yeah. And I think that would give it to me. And improve the experience of Oculus, certainly. Yeah. That's a great movie, Minority Report. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great movie. What, what do you think, Ian? Yeah, I think it, like the, the 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 entertainment story is definitely like under like like a lot of what we see is like training military or like uh, or people com combating. But there's like the, the, yeah, there's like a lot of entertainment or like you know playing the piano or, or performing yes. live from a, a different location, for example. Yeah. So it suddenly becomes a thing with this. It's pretty cool. What what, what do you think, Bill? Yeah, in terms of like a training and and and. It's really good, you know, like anything that needs kind of physical thing. If you, if, if because with the other one, it's quite difficult to try it. So, yeah. yeah, but this one, if you have it with the training, it's good. But the part that I don't understand is like the weight wise, like how, how will it increase the weight? So, that's so I think this model did not increase the weight. It was a, another model called the Tesla Gov, uh, Glove by the same people that made the Tesla suit, oh, okay. and um. 
that wasn't necessarily a glove, but it had components which stretched um, and connected to your fingers, and it could open and close your hand based on what was on the screen. So it was a little bit more expensive, but mm, I didn't want to yeah. um, give Tesla suit all the airtime. Sorry, Tesla suit, to, to, to show some competition. But, um, <laughs> you know, that, that, that is probably the more advanced end of, of what the gloves can do. So that, that was how it kind of created the feeling of pressure by essentially forcing your, your, your hand in, in, in some respect. Hopefully I'm, I'm describing that right, but I'm, I'm, I'm probably not. Um, it's, it's certainly not creating mass instantaneously, <laughs> you, you know, in, in the, at the point of the glove. Like that no, certainly it's not happening. That, that, that would be cool. Um, Okay, we, we, we've talked about training there. I think that's a really interesting um, area in terms of UK use cases for, for the gloves. You said piano, the guitar. In theory, you could learn how to play an instrument using these, couldn't you? You could learn how to, how to cook using these. You could learn how to, I don't know, do massages. You could learn anything which, which involves your hands. You typing. Type. Yeah. typing. The typing one is interesting because... Um, VR is moving more and more, in my opinion, to kind of XR and mixed reality. And I, I do this at the moment where I play uh, I play games of poker in my living room where I can see my living room with my headset on, but I can see a virtual poker table. And um, and I, my, even my mum and my brother have uh, have headsets so we can we can play poker together in, in, in my living room, um, which you can see the living room, which is blurry as hell. It's it's not great right now. It's black and white. The new Oculus has color, I believe, but apparently it's not great. Um, but that, that, that perspective opens up the idea where if you're wearing something like this um, and you have your hands in a, in, in a virtual world, are we going to need computers and laptops? Because if we can have a, a fake screen and a fake keyboard and you're just typing on a table, and it's, it works exactly the same as a keyboard. Could you see that becoming a reality? Yeah, I can. My biggest issue with Oculus is when you have to do any kind of entry, you've yeah. got to you know, point at the thing and click, and it's yeah. very cumbersome. Right? Yeah. And you can't see a keyboard, a physical keyboard. So if you had something in the VR to do typing, that'd be perfect. Yeah. What would your take on that be? I think I think you're getting all the Neuralink people very nervous now. They're getting very. They were like, you don't you don't need this keyboard. You can just like connect your brain, and we'll take take care of that for you. Um, yeah. Okay. What's, what's I, your I think uh, with that one, with you could use here like a keyboard. You know, the lines here, so A B C, like yeah. so. Sure. Yeah. Instead of actually typing, I will be there. Will be a new new way of typing things. So yeah. While you're sitting, you just type it. Yeah. So maybe if if Neuralink becomes a thing this becomes irrelevant doesn't it for sure yeah for sure probably for this for this typing thing that you mentioned there is actually a device i've seen this on a live coding demo on stage once it's okay. called the twiddler it looks kind of bizarre but but you end up essentially typing by pressing like yeah. chords on a little plastic device and you can like type very quickly without looking at the keyboard it's pretty it's pretty cool yeah. A lot of people have tried to reinvent the keyboard haven't they but we're still stuck with um with, with the basic one that that we have okay other use cases, doctors and surgery, they can they can practice and feel organs and, and, and muscle memory. That's what you talked about earlier, Paul. You, just, you get yeah. better and better. You practice something. I remember reading, um, it was a book by, I think it was Tony Robbins, the, um, the motivational guy. And he um, did some training with, um, with basketball players. And he, he asked them to um, literally close their eyes and imagine making the perfect shot over and over again and yeah. getting a, um, you know, one, one throw goes in instantly. And um, just imagine this, and they did this over and over and over again. And then they had a different group of people that, that 
didn't do any of this imagining. They were literally just, just throwing the ball in and, and practicing. And then when they went to um, see who could get a better score in the real world, the people who never touched a ball but in their mind imagined it going in over and over again were able to get better results than the people that actually were practicing and, and, and trying to do it, which kind of creates the idea that if it happens in the mind, it happens in, in the muscles and then that memory, that, that will trigger in and, and that response. Does, does that make sense? I've seen that used in rugby as well. Kicker mm. conversion. They say, you know, imagine kicking to the horizon yeah. to get the distance and the height. Right? Absolutely, it works. It, it tricks your body into, into believing it. Did you do you see that becoming a potential yeah, use case? Yeah. Uh, you know, like if you train your brain, uh, yeah. then eventually when you're moving your muscles, your brain is going to trick it. You can't control. So once you train your brain, it's easy. You know, your muscles will just do. Yeah. Yeah. And memory muscle is also good. You know, with, with this. Yeah. Can you see that becoming a thing where, where in, you know, in a few years people, people are using it for, for, for those types of use cases? It could be. Like, I think, I think for, for, for until I, for, for, cere- for cere- cerebral people like myself, it's kind of hard to believe that this thing is real. For, like, for sporty people, it's easier sure. to believe, but it's 100% real. Like, I think once you start doing, like, any sport to any level, you, yeah. you see that it's definitely real. So, yeah, in that regard, for sure, right? I remember the case of somebody, I, I can't remember who this was, but they, they taught themselves how to swim just by reading and, and visualizing themselves swimming. Um, it's crazy what, you, what, what the mind can, can achieve. I mean, imagine, imagine saying, like, imagine a doctor comes up to you and be like, listen, I, I really imagined how I'm going to operate and you yeah, just that, let that, me. That, that, no, 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 There's something called mirror neurons where if okay. you can do something, so if I can play the guitar and I see somebody playing the guitar, I feel the experience. Mm. It's interesting, isn't it? Okay, what about another use case of um, retail? Because I was in VR recently and I went into a, um, a shoe store and I bought a pair of, of shoes in VR and I was given an NFT where I could wear the shoes in, in, the, in the video game and, uh, and then the next day the shoes arrived at my, at my door as well. So I got the physical ones and the, and the NFT ones, okay? Um, I wouldn't have bought those shoes if I didn't, wasn't able to, 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 to pick them up and, and, and feel them in the real world. That's, that's usually the case. But if we can have gloves and you can, you can test out products, you can try them in a virtual world, could that have a massive impact on, on retail perhaps? Could, could that, I mean, stores are already closing, but could that be the, the end of the high street? If, if at home you can put on a headset, you can try out any product you want and then boom, it'll be there the, the, the next day. What, what would your take be? No, I think uh, in terms of retail, like, for example, buying a car or something, if you could just actually see it mm. and feel it, uh, yeah, I, I think that will motivate people to go and buy it because, you know, like, just by looking at the book or the screen, yeah. you can't actually judge, you know, how things will look like. But with this one, you are looking from every angle, so that gives you, like, as if you were in there. So that adds more, yeah. like, assurance for you to, uh, to be convinced, convinced to buy it, yeah. What, what, what do you take me on the retail angle? Yeah, that's really that's a really interesting one. I mean, it could you could really go abroad with this, right? Like uh, buying, uh, you know, like buying a house. Yes. Buy like, sh- do I want to go on a holiday yeah. to a place X? Yeah. Can I like just like feel, you know, see see and see, yeah. feel how it would be if if I was there? Yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I did the house one when I was touring my, my property. I, I got to try it out in in VR before it was built, and that was not a tech wow. company showing that to me. It was a construction company it's 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 crazy um but one thing that often is in the news at the moment is uh, virtual reality land because in the metaverse if you have a popular spots where people are, are all hanging out and going that's an advertising opportunity you know and you could have ads or or even you know will there be people buying and renting um you know 
virtual retail space because then they can get more foot traffic through um, digital foot traffic, you know, in, in, in the future. Um, and VR land, some of it has gone for, for millions and millions of, of dollars. And, and uh, there's certain applications where you have a limited supply. So, um, well, you have a limited supply in, in theory. In reality, they could obviously make uh, make a lot more than that. But by keeping it limited, it creates um, the value. It, it, it drives the prices up, obviously. Um, what are your thoughts on the metaverse land idea, Paul? I think it's the next step in digital marketing. Now, if you could pay to get yourself at the top of Google, you would pay for it, right? Yeah. So is this any different? You're paying to get yourself there. Everybody sees you. Yeah. It's the same thing. How often do you go to the second page of Google? You just don't do it. Don't do it, no. Yeah, and there'll be worlds right now in, in, in the metaverse where people will never go to them because that's not where the, the, yes. the traffic is. Okay. What, what, what do you think from the land angle? Yeah, and uh, from the land angle, I think I, I tried the, the, like the, the meta one yeah. uh, in terms of land. And to, first, to, for advertisement purposes, it's really good. And the yeah. limitations add a value. It's not easy. Like you can't just go and get it. So whoever mm-hmm. sees first, and, 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 you know, by that, you know, the, has more opportunity. Sure. So, yeah, in terms of, I, I, I believe, like, yeah, it will be similar to Google for advertisement, and it's really, it really adds value to what What do you take on the, on the land side, Ian? Yeah, I mean, I, I like, I, I see, I, I, like, as a rational person, I see your argument, but, like, I, f- I just found it, like, endlessly, like, ludicrous when people are like, yeah, I'm buying a home next to Snoop Farm on the Metaphor. I'm like, what does this even mean? What's, yeah, I, yeah. you know... <laughs> I know it, it's it's so ridiculous as an idea that it's either completely genius or completely just going to be, be be nothing in a couple of years, right? Um, if you think about companies which know more about you than any other company, you could argue that that Facebook is 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 the one because they know what your likes are, they know who you like, they have um, I know WhatsApp's encrypted, so they they don't really know what you're saying, maybe, but. Um, and then obviously Instagram, exactly the same thing. They know what you like to see, what you like to watch, right? So who owns these companies? It's Meta. And if you're in the Metaverse and you see an ad, that ad could be completely custom to every single person that, that, that sees it based on what is more likely going to get you to, to, to buy something. That's not something that I've seen um, in Meta. I mean, right now, ads, uh, they don't make it fun. I mean, ads, no, no one likes ads, right? So they kind of need to make it fun first to get people on board. But in terms of making money from, from the Metaverse, because right now they're losing, you know, billions um, over at Meta on this, that could be a, a way to turn the tide and, and, and get it going. Custom advertising based on each person. The privacy questions there are a bit, eh. but we're already seeing custom ads, but seeing them in the Metaverse is obviously a lot better than seeing them in, in, in real life. And then if you connect that to um, AR glasses, you know, what about digital billboards that you see in the real world? Could you then see a different ad? Could the actual billboard just be a QR code when you take your glasses off, but when you put them on, it changes to what's custom based on your interests? Um, and we'll be talking about the next next stage of advertising there, but um, what, what do you think, Jan, when I, when I, when I describe you know, that uh, <laughs> potentially dystopian vision of, of the future? <laughs> Potentially dystopian. I mean, like you yeah. went like full, full dystopian. I mean, like, yeah, all of the privacy stuff, I think, is like the, the extension of like the current privacy concerns, right? So I, I see that as very similar, right? Like I, I don't see that as being like fundamentally different. It seems just an extension of the challenges that we're having now. Yeah. Uh, but uh, if there's money to be made, I'm pretty sure people will uh, will spend the time to to get it going and figure something out. Yeah. What would your take be on the advertising angle? In terms of advertising, you see... Uh, what Facebook, uh, Meta, they're making money, it's the users, yes. not the actual people who. So, in terms of users, I think the current users will be more 
like you know how many people will have you know the r who will see what you want to advertise so i think it will be a bit limited mm-hmm. and and they're not going to reach like 2 billion the way they it is now yeah so f- if you look from that angle so i think it will be like 10% i wouldn't put I wouldn't bet all my money in there. So yeah, well, they have done. I mean, they've rebranded the company, right? Yeah. It's interesting what what's happened. They their value as a company has gone from one trillion to three hundred billion in a year. They've lost seventy percent of their value. Mark Zuckerberg's personally lost a hundred billion dollars this year. He's gone from the third richest man to not even on the top ten list anymore. Um, so it's not working currently. They need to uh, to find a way to to make more money from this and, and keep investors happy. But um, but d- digital advertising in in the the metaverse. What what do you think, Paul? For me, privacy is about being one step ahead of the regulator. Mm. There's no rules saying you can't do this. You can do it. Mm. And that's what we're seeing with Facebook and everything else. So maybe this is a way of getting one step ahead for a few years before the regulations catch up and use that as a next step in digital marketing to use how people interact in the in the metaverse and then put the adverts up or in how they interact with people yeah okay let's get your your ratings please of of the tact glove by b haptics let's hold it up in front of you please we've got a 9 we've got an 8 and an 8 that's exactly the same as the tesla suit okay so 25, 25. I feel like we need to have a winner here. So um, if you had to vote Tesla suit or tact gloves, Nabil, what, what, which one would you pick? Uh, Tesla suit, yeah. Okay, so we've got one point for the Tesla suit. Uh, Paul? Tact gloves. Okay, you're the deciding factor. Oh my yeah. goodness, so much pressure. No, it's going to be the suit. It's going to be the suit. suit. Okay, yeah. well done, Tesla suit. Um, I think I'd probably agree. Um, but why, why do you think the Tesla suit, though, won, won that you know little little game? Why why do you think that is the um, potentially the the killer app when it comes to VR? Like the glove just seemed like it may struggle. Like it's a better than the controller. Yeah. But it doesn't actually unlock like that much more. Like the controller could also vibrate and send you like some haptic feedback back to sure. your to your hands. Right. It probably does already. But the suit is like that's like a whole nother experience. Mm-hmm. I was actually like, yeah, this could be like a much, much more, much richer. Like movies that were like the you know the suit vibrates like it was like a shooting scene or something. Like oh, that's that's cool. cool. Yeah, that would I be. like that. Yeah. Well, why do you think the suit one? The, the suit covers like part of your body, yeah. so it's not just. Uh, maybe they could have a soon. They will add uh, you know gloves into it. So yeah, no brainer, right? Yeah. 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 So it covers like almost. 90% of your body already. Yeah. So, and the amount of things that you can feel, yeah. it's like, yeah, this is large. So this one is, is good, but it's only your hand. So, mm. and sometimes, you know, uh, through the gaming and all that, they tried that bit, you know, like the vibration bit and so on. So, sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, why do you think the, the suit's uh, the best? Oh, you, you don't. You <laughs> <laughs> but the, uh, I can tell you the, why I said the, um, the glove, okay. because okay. for me, it's more accessible. Yeah. It's something I'm going to have at home and, yeah. Yeah, if I was going to use something, I'd put it on, get in there, right? Yeah. That's stopping me at the moment using the Oculus much. Yeah. If okay. I had that glove, I would use it more. That's yeah. what I was thinking. Okay. Um, final question. If we combine these technologies, okay, so we've got super advanced virtual reality headsets. You know, Meta have just released their um, their latest. It's expensive. It's it's more of a dev kit in my opinion, but it's um, you know, it's heading in a in a in a direction where the graphics are just going to get better and better and better and better and, and pretty soon the argument could be made that it will be indistingu- indistinguishable from real life. You'll put it on and you won't you won't be able to to, to tell the difference, right? Um, and then obviously you can do unlimited things. So, um, combine that with 
a treadmill where you could run in any direction. You can crouch, walk, swim, jump, etc. Combine that with with clothing where you can you can feel. Combine it with the the hands where you can touch. Combine it with what I mentioned earlier, smell. I'm not sure how we can do VR taste. Um, I don't know how, how possible that would be. But if you can if you can trick your other senses, okay. How long will it be? Like, imagine that all goes to plan. Imagine Meta pull it off or whoever pulls it off. Imagine that all goes to plan, right? And, it, and, it, and the, 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 just hypothetically, the experience of virtual reality is indistinguishable from real life, okay? Um, it's got a lot, lot, long way to go, but let, let's say that happens, okay? Do you think people will spend the majority of their time in, in, in VR or, or a big chunk of it? Um, what, what would you think, Bill? Yeah, uh, right now without the VR, a lot of people are spending their time through sure. gaming and so sure. on. So the VR adds a value into it. So yeah. it makes more like, you know, uh, in terms of being people being lazy yeah. and, and bringing side effect for just sitting for a long time. Mm. This just removes that part. So it removes the negative part of what we're doing right now. Yeah. And and I think that, yeah, uh, if yeah, I think it will be a lot of people will try to use that escape from the real world yeah. and just go to that and just imagine where they want to be and... Yeah, what they want to do here. I mean, you're already looking at your your phone for hours a day. You get the screen time yeah. notifications. What what's the difference? Is it yeah. the, the screen here or is it here? You know, yeah. what, what what do you think? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you already see people. I don't know how like people spending hours and hours like on Minecraft and whatnot. People sure. love to be in a different world. Like yeah. people love to detach themselves. So in that sense, yes. On the other side, you know, it is hard. Like with the phone, you can just put it down. With a computer, you can just walk away. This yeah. is kind of accessibility argument that Paul mentioned where you can, you know, here it's like much harder to actually get in and out. Yeah. You know, like to go get a glass of water, you still need to get out of VR. Like you still need to go to your kitchen, you know. True. I don't know how they can replace food. Yeah, yeah. What, what, what do you think? I think it's a good red letter day, birthday, team building experience. You want to go and experience it yeah. on, on a day-to-day thing. I'm not so sure. You don't think we'll ever replace reality? I think it needs to be less intrusive. Yeah. What if it was um, in the form of glasses like, like this big? Yeah, or projection into the eyes. Yeah. That's the next step, I think. And yeah. then, yes, I'd buy it. And if we, if we consider this a possibility, right, in terms of the graphics are going to get better and better and people start buying this and, and it starts coming together, you can, you can make one purchase and you get all of that together as a, as a bundle. And we know what it's like with the price of technology. This comes down and down and down and down and down. And pretty soon they'll be selling these um, and they already are selling them at a loss because you buy the hardware, then you make the money up in the software and you can buy the apps and, and whatnot. So um, how long do you think that, 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 that could be? Like if we had to completely guess, right? But are we saying five years, ten years, until, until people are spending a big chunk of their their day and their their life w- within this this simulation? If you had to guess, Paul, what, what what would you say? I'm saying ten years. Ten years. Okay. Would you under or over? What do you think? Super hard. It's super hard because it's like exponential in nature, and like yeah. when, when it starts curving, it goes up very very yes. fast. Yes. So I'm I'm as I'm gonna invoke my scientific problem. like with all judgment. It's very hard <laughs> to say. It's like could be ten, could be hundred. Okay, what do you think? In, in, I think it will be less than 10 because okay. it, the speed of things that yeah. either we, like, like tablets didn't exist a few years ago yeah. and now they exist. And so I think it will be it, it will be less than 10 years, I think, yeah. Okay. Just a yes or no from each of you. Is, is, is that a good thing? If people are spending all their, like a big chunk of their day in a fake world? Like, y- yes or no? No. What do you think? Probably not. I don't think it is either. No, it's probably not. I think it will be a great way to 
um, escape and to go and do really, really, really cool stuff. But I don't want that to be my primary experience. If you get one life on Earth, <laughs> live live this life rather than the, the fake life. But who, who knows? Are we already in a simulation right now? Yeah. But you know, like for some people, may, they may not have that life. So yeah. this will be the actual life they will predict. They, they sure. will see it. So for them, maybe you know, this is kind of escaping mood. So they will just be in there and experience everything. Yeah. In, in, yeah. And then in, in the matrix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. All right. Thank you all for, for coming on. It's good to get your perspective in, into what's happening in the world at the moment. Thank you for, for people for watching as well. Um, if you're not already followed and subscribed, etc., etc., then please do so on, on Spotify and, and the channels where we bring you very regular conversations almost every other day with various heads of technology, engineering, hiring and so on, founders and, and, and everything in between, really, um, speaking about what's happening in the, in the world of tech and, and beyond. Um, so check us out. If, if you haven't already, please visit We Love Alpha if you need to grow your team of engineers. And we'll see you next time. Thank you. Imagine if you were able to hire the next Elon Musk. Or if you got a job at Facebook, back when it was just a startup. Well, these people and these opportunities, they are still out there. And we have access to them. Access to all of them. At Alpha Technology, we specialise in software development recruitment across London and the UK. From React to Java to C Sharp and more, we represent the best front-end, back-end and full-stack engineers on the market. This includes top developers from Meta, Amazon, Apple, Netflix, Google and more. Our clients operate across AI, blockchain, VR, AR, fintech, edtech, healthtech, and more. From startups to global enterprises and everything in between. But Alpha isn't just a recruitment agency. We are also a tech community. We host podcasts, run meetup events, and lead EDI initiatives supporting women in technology, BAME individuals, and the tech for good ecosystem. So, if you're a company looking to hire software engineers, or if you're a developer open to new opportunities yourself, then we are here to help. Alpha Technology. Recruiting for the future.